Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable, because no one should walk the domestic adoption journey alone. If we haven't met yet, my name is Amanda, and I'm an adoption profile expert. I've worked in marketing for some of the largest brands in the world for well over 20 years, and I have a bachelor's and master's in journalism and a deep passion for connecting expectant families and hopeful adoptive families. I've spent well over a thousand hours talking with expectant and birth families to understand why they pick certain families over another. I've taken that experience and my passion for adoption to help hopeful adoptive families tell their stories through the creation and sharing of their adoption profiles. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please click the little three dots in the top right-hand corner if you're listening to this on Apple and click follow the show. That's going to allow you to be notified each week when I release new episodes. If you're trying to self-match your adoption through social media or just considering doing that, you're likely worried that no one's going to see what you post especially if you go into some of those Facebook groups that are specifically designed to help you match and you see that on one opportunity, there are hundreds of comments, you're likely worried that you're just wasting your time, that you're never going to be able to stand out from that crowd of hopeful adoptive families on that one post or even in that group. I want you to hear from me directly, friend, that it is totally possible to self-match your adoption through Facebook. It happens all the time. My clients often come to me and they're like, I'm never going to stand out. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to post. I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing. And we just break it down step by step by step. And that's exactly what we're going to focus on today. Okay. So the first step is understanding what type of profile you actually need on Facebook. Now, there are three different types of profiles on Facebook. Let's break them down each individually so that you can decide which one is best for you. The first is a business page. This does not mean that you actually set up a business in the eyes of the government. This means you're a business in eyes of Facebook and Instagram only, okay? And to do that is really simple. You actually just add a page and tell tell Facebook that it's a business page and you put in information about it. And there are some benefits and some drawbacks to doing this. One of the benefits is that you actually can create content and more easily post between Instagram and Facebook. The second benefit is that you get deeper information about the analytics. And the analytics really means that you can see who looked at a post and more information about who they are. So on a particular post, you can see that 200 people read it or saw it. And that of those 200 people, that 60% of them were women between the ages of 18 and 35. That is terrific. The big drawback to Facebook um, business profiles is that it actually isn't seen as often versus organic personal pages are shared. So, and I'll talk a little bit more about what personal pages are in a second, but the benefit to a business page actually is when you use paid advertising, it's going to be more efficient. And you can actually ultimately end up with better rates, but it does require a lot of extra legwork. So, and again, this changes all the time. Recently, the algorithm changed that made this big shift between um, the organic sharing of personal pages versus the organic sharing of business pages. 
And so business pages just aren't seen as often. So the second type of page to consider is really a personal profile page. And a personal profile page, it means that it is you or your like basic Facebook page wall, if you will, struggling with how to describe it. It's just your personal page and you create a version specific for adoption. Now, let's be really clear about something. Facebook has rules that say that an individual on this planet is only entitled to one Facebook page and then however many business pages that you want. So one Facebook personal profile and then however many business pages that you want or need. Um, but when it comes to that one personal page, what I've actually seen some of my clients do is create an extra one. Now, I'm not ever going to tell you to do something that's in violation of Facebook's code. You choose what is right for you, my friend. What I will tell you is that creating personal pages that say Brian and Jen hope to adopt and using that language in the name of the page actually is resulting in you being seen more often than using the business page based upon the latest algorithm update. And I know that sounds so tricky and and weird and all of those things, but that's how it works. And I keep up with stuff like that because it matters for you. And that is literally something I do in my day job. I have to understand that. So using a personal page that is specifically designed for your adoption, that where you share your profile on your adoption profile there, um, it really does make a difference. Okay. Now you can use paid ads behind that personal Facebook page. The, the con or the drawback of doing that is that you're going to be slightly less efficient than those paid ads from a business page because you're not going to have the analytics to go by. However, I can teach you exactly what criteria to use um, that my other clients have seen success with in their own advertising campaigns when you go to set up yours. So I wouldn't let that be a huge drawback for you. Okay. The third type of page um, that some people talk about are actually groups. And so they would create a Facebook group that's specific to their adoption. That is actually not something I would suggest using at all, my friend. I would not suggest doing that because you are putting one more barrier between them and you, the expectant parents and you and them getting to know you a bit more. So that barrier could be enough to make them move on to someone else because they're going to have to join a group. Even if joining the group is automatic and you don't have any questions to let them into the group, you're putting one more barrier for them to make a choice to engage with you, which can be a drawback. So instead, I would really suggest that you either take the risk on the personal page side or you do a business page. Okay, so again, tip number one is really making sure that you are setting up yourself for success and choosing the right type of page. So step number two is being really intentional about the profile itself and what you share on there. The actual words, videos, photos, they really do make a huge difference in your adoption journey, my friend, because this will serve as your profile or that initial hello to expectant families. So if they are landing on your page and wanting to learn more about you, they're thinking about this as you would think about an adoption profile book and they're treating it the same way. Now, you may have other resources that they can go check out and they may or may not do that. But the exact words, photos and videos that you're sharing are really important. And if that freaks you out or puts you into a cold sweat, friend, don't. 
I have resources that can help you. I teach my clients how to do this all the time, or I even do it for them. And in the case of those that already have a profile, I even review it. There are links where you're watching and listening to this content where you can get help. So don't freak out about that. Okay. So before we move on to step number three, I'd really love to know what questions you have as it relates to your Facebook self-matching adoption journey. If you're watching the YouTube, you can drop them below and make a comment. And I'm happy to answer all of your questions there. If you're listening to it on the podcast, come jump into the My Adoption Coach Facebook group. You know, I'm in there all the dang time, all day long. Well, not all day because I do have a corporate job, but in the mornings and in the evenings. And then on the weekends, I definitely check in at nap time as well. So I've been there pretty frequently to help you. Okay. So don't be worried. I'm always here. I'm just a message away, no matter where you are. Okay. Deal. All right. So step number three is actually sharing your profile. Now, when it comes to sharing your profile, you'll hear a lot of people talk about an adoption outreach plan. They're just saying sharing your profile. Okay. Don't let the, let the fancy jargon really confuse you. I have fancy jargon too. It is the adoption matching roadmap where we put together your actual like marketing plan behind how you're going to share your profile. But step number three in matching is actually sharing your profile because if people aren't seeing it, they can't possibly match with you. So a lot of people share their profile in a couple of ways when it comes to Facebook matching. The first is what I would consider just good old fashioned word of mouth. They're going to ask their friends and family to share it. They're going to share it with their friends and family. And they're basically just going to try to get more eyeballs on that profile. Because you never know when you have somebody in your network or in their network that might be considering placing for adoption. Uh, Here recently, I had a client who matched because a friend of a friend knew someone that might be considering adoption and they got connected. Uh, that way, which was amazing. But it started with them creating a Facebook profile and asking their friends and family to share it and beyond that. And you would be amazed at how you could move mountains just through that. So another way a lot of people share, again, their profile are through those Facebook groups. They A lot of the matching Facebook groups really have the opportunity for you to share your profile, not only just on posts, but just in generally through the groups. And if you need a list of those groups, make sure you come and join the Facebook group because in there I have a guide that gives you a list to all of the Facebook groups that match and provide opportunities. It's a a really helpful resource for you. And then again, we've talked about the other way that people share their profile and that is through ads. And that is not something you have to do and not something that everyone can do, but you can use advertising to actually share your profile. But when you're sharing your profile, you've got to be really intentional again about the words, the videos, the photos, but also the graphics. That is something that people really aren't focused on, I would say, very much, or aside from my clients, aren't focused on very much in those adoption groups. And that is a way for you to really stand out in those groups. So that is just a a bonus secret tip, if you will, uh, just for my listeners and viewers. Okay, so step number four, we've talked about it a little bit, but let me give you a little bit more in depth about this is paid ads. So when it comes to, you know, kind of the four steps, if you will, to matching on Facebook, this is the optional and last step. But again, depending upon what state you live in, you're allowed to do this or not. So let me break that down a little bit more for you. So some states allow you to advertise in your state. 
And some states um, don't allow you to advertise in your state, but advertise in other states. I know, horribly confusing. Once you join me in wishing for like some national adoption reform, I really hope that happens one day. That would certainly make the lives of the, every section of the triad or the adoption ecosystem, whatever you want to refer to it as, a whole lot easier. But paid advertising on social media could happen on both Facebook and Instagram, or you can do them individually. But it is literally your ad in the scroll of all of the adoption feed. And you can actually set up your ads to be focused on particular states. So maybe to states that have a more adopt, hopeful adoptive family focused friendly um, policy when it comes to revocation or better um, ICPC or things of that nature, uh, which by the way, ICPC is pretty standard, but some states seem to clear it faster than others. Um, but there's a whole host of different considerations of how you could narrow down your state focus. The next, you can narrow down to the actual interest of the individual. You can be focused on people that have been searching for adoption agencies and also pregnancy. So that way you understand that you're getting to someone that's maybe pregnant. And then you can be really focused on folks that are women. And then you can set the age limit of what you're really interested in. Now, I always caution you against advertising to minors. That is just my own like personal best practice. So when you're thinking about um, setting the age limits, do know that. But what I want you to hear is that it, there's a combination of who you target and what message you share in order to be effective with your advertising. And it doesn't have to be complicated. I've done this for a, again, I share publicly tw well over 20 years. The number's greater than that, my friend, the well over. Uh, but I've been doing this for a long time. And so I can help you through this process if that's something you need. Don't be worried about it. Okay. And if you are thinking all the way through everything that I've shared today in the four particular tips, and you're like, this is great, but I'm still a little lost, then you really need to check out the social media workshop um, that you can see in the show notes below. Social media workshop is a combination of pre-recorded how-to videos that allows me to update those videos on a regular basis every time there's an algorithm update. And then I send a note out to you and I'm like, new algorithm update, go check out video number five in the recorded section. And I also give you the opportunity to show up to a live Q&A with me where you could ask questions and you can really clarify anything that might not be clear in the videos, but also just your particular case, because we all know each adoption journey is different. And sometimes just having someone to talk to live really helps you, right? So there you have it, friend. I hope that you found these four steps to self-matching your adoption on Facebook incredibly helpful today. And if you did, I sure would love it if you would leave me a rating and review, subscribe, leave me a comment, or even share this in other groups. That really would make my heart so very happy. Because remember, my goal is to make your adoption journey easier, faster, and more affordable. And sharing content like this is just one way I do it. I'll talk to you soon, friend.